All right. I'm sunburnt. I'm tired. Let's get her going. Uh, first things first, Toronto's lost two key members of their teams, their basketball and hockey team, within the span of less than a week, within the span of about five days, I think it was. Oh, my forehead. So, before I talk hockey, I went to the beach yesterday. Cool. I don't know why I'm telling y'all about my life, but I went to the beach yesterday. So, if I look a little burnt, hopefully I look I come out as tanned in this episode because the brown like the browning started to come or you know the the color the calabres um uh, olive skin can start usually starts to come out after the pomodoro skin comes out. So hopefully I have that nice calabrese olive skin, but I doubt it. So hopefully I don't come out looking red. And if I come out looking like a like a tomato, that's you. That's that's what it is. Uh, for some reason I'm no good with the sun, even though I applied sunscreen and sun lotion yesterday. But whatever, it is what it is. I've been rubbing aloe on my forehead for the last 24 hours now. So yeah, that's cool. Let's get her going. NBA free agency and NHL free agency. We uh, Toronto's lost two key members of their organizations, and it sucks. One bigger than the other. Let's just get that out of the way. Zach Hyman leaving sucks because, sure, he's the heart and soul of the Leafs. Kyle Lowry has been the heart and soul of Toronto since, since he got here, basically. Losing Kyle Lowry sucks. I, I don't know. I not that I like that I think of them as my second team, but I, I sort of like the Heat. Uh I think that they're a fun team to watch. I really like Jimmy Butler. Tyler Hero uh is a great player. Then they have Bam Adebayo, another great player right there, great center. Not the one of the best centers in the league, but he's a great center. And now they got Toronto's fan favorite, Toronto's Poster boy, the Raptors poster boy, the face of the Toronto Raptors in Miami. So uh, step aside, Kim K. Kyle Lowry's got the fattest ass in Miami. You ain't. How's second place feel? Ah, Kim. Ah, Kim. Kyle Lowry, fattest ass in Miami. Watch him. Watch him, Miami Beach. He going to be strutting his stuff. So, yeah. Uh, I need a new Raptors jersey now. I've been wanting a new one because whatever, because I like collecting jerseys. But now I'm going to have to get a Miami Heat jersey for sure now because I wanted to get the Vi Miami Vice, but I didn't know if I wanted Jimmy Buckets. Or I wanted Jimmy Butler, but now I don't know if I want. I don't know if I want my, uh, Jimmy Butler or Kyle Lowry. So that's always fun. More money to spend. It's bringing up more money to spend. Last week was a strange week. I don't know if you guys felt it as well. So I decided to go buy the Seinfeld set. So cool. I don't know why I'm letting you guys into my life, but yeah. Now we got the Seinfeld Lego set. I got it the day of the release because the day of the release was a very strange day for me. So I said, screw it. I want to go spend that money, and it is what it is. There's no going back now. But uh, what else? I, I've been basically, I just want to do a Newsweek roundup, uh, roundup of the news from this past week. So, yeah, NFL's training camps have, been, have started. The Packers are in full force. Aaron Rodgers is looking really good. So, uh, yeah, I'm just happy he's back. Like, really happy he's back. 
to those who were to those haters who are still hating on the Packers, uh, get ratioed. Because that's what the kids say nowadays. I don't know. But still, it's cool that he's back. I'm so happy he's back. You guys don't understand how happy I am that he's back. Anyways, just want to get myself into another depression thinking about Rodgers. Uh, the Leafs have been making some signings. None of them are really questionable if you ask me. And if you ask, if you, I mean, be honest with you, I kind of like some of the signings. Excuse me. Uh, they want to sign Nick Ritchie to a two-year deal. So it's good that he has that extra year, if you ask me, instead of, some, instead of him coming in for a year, you know, helping him, like the same situation with uh, Tyler, having the same situation with Tyler Ennis where it's a one-year deal and then leaving right after, after he rehabilitates all his injuries and, you know, basically revives his career. Nick Ritchie has that extra year, so they can continue to use him even after this year, after they help to make uh, Nick Ritchie a 40-goal scorer. And a 80-point player on the third line. Playing with Jason Spezza. Yeah. Then they go out and sign uh, the... the oh boy, I don't even remember who they signed. But I know Nick Ritchie's the big one. But Nick Ritchie, I just... I like the signing. He's Last year, he had a pretty good goal total. I think it was 14 goals in the short, uh, in the short NHL season. He's somebody that is going to be testing the Leafs' penalty kill for sure because he takes a lot of penalties, and it's not just fighting majors. He takes a lot of penalties in the defensive zone. So that, we'll see how that goes with the penalty kill, but he's somebody that's going to be... He's six foot three, like 220 pounds. He's a big boy. He can throw weight around. He can throw some knuckles. That's for sure. He played for Boston last year, so the Leafs basically made a trade with Nick Ritchie for Nick Foligno. I would have liked Nick Foligno still, but yeah, Nick Foligno's a Bruin, but the Leafs got Nick Ritchie, so ha, ha, ha. And David Krejci isn't on the Bruins anymore, so ha, ha, ha. I hate the Bruins. Just, I hate the Bruins, and I hate that they signed Nick Foligno, but whatever. Uh, What else is there? What else? Um... What was I going to talk about? Oh, my God. I was talking about Nick Ritchie. Nick Ritchie. He offers the Leafs a bunch of size. So, Kyle Dubas is throwing away the narrative that he just wants small dudes. Small, skillful dudes. No, no, no. He likes them big sometimes, too. You need the big ones. So, now the Leafs have a very tough team. Hopefully, a tough team to play against. And hopefully, a tough team to beat. I see a lot of Leaf fans are either up in arms with the signings or they really like them. I won't know how I feel about these signings until they see until I see them play. David Kampf only had one goal last year and like two points. But who knows? Maybe he can revive his career with the Leafs. If he doesn't, you can just bury the contract. Who knows with um oh my god, why am I signing forgetting all the signings? I don't remember all the signings now. But there is one player that I hope the Leafs do go after. I hope they can go out and sign Casey Sezikis for a cheap deal. Uh, I would love that. If he wants to play here. Casey, if you want to come play here for, for fucking cheap. I got to stop swearing. I got I to gotta stop with that. I got to stop with that. But if you want to come here and play for cheap on a cheap deal. I will literally cook for you. I will make you your coffees. I'll do your laundry. I'll do whatever. 
anything to have Casey Sezikis on this team because I just want him off of the Owls. I don't want him on any other, any other team except for the Leafs because he would be a great third-line center. For all I care, do whatever they can do whatever they want with Alex Kerfoot. Don't really know what they'll do with that. But I just want Casey Sezikis on my third line, on the Leafs' third line. Yeah. Ah, uh, what else? What else? What else? Oh, I'm trying to go off the top of my head before I have to go on to the Googles. Ah, I was going to talk about, I had the Chicago jersey up for two seconds. I didn't really want to show off that team because screw that team. So, Marc-Andre Fleury is deciding to play with the Chicago Blackhawks. Now, I don't know why anybody would choose to play for Chicago or like at all. Because with everything that's going going on with them, but it is what it is. He's choosing to play with them. Uh, I don't know how Chicago will be able to focus on this season when they have to deal with a sexual assault case. Which, if whatever is the case, good luck with the season, guys. Um, you're gonna need it. Uh, I hope that the truth comes out. But yeah. There's just, but there's, it's just garbage in Chicago, if you ask me. Pure garbage, like pure garbage headlines coming out of them. Other than free agency, even then, some of the moves that they made in free agency is just questionable. They traded away Adam Bolquist for uh, Seth Jones. Do they, like do they do they want to lose? They had a great young defenseman in Adam Bolquist. And now, why am I hearing myself double? Sorry, I'm just going to unplug that. And now, like, they have a great young defenseman in Adam Boquist, and they decided, hey, let's get the overrated Seth Jones. What's the point of that? And let's go get his brother, which the brother one isn't that bad because they traded away Duncan Keith's contract, which Edmonton took Duncan Keith's contract. How? How in God's name does somebody take Duncan Keith's contract? I don't know how. And I don't want to know how because that is a garbage deal for the for the Edmonton Oilers. But they said they, Chicago decided to balance it out by trading away Adam Boquist for Seth Jones. Seth Jones was a great defenseman at one point. But last year was a pretty shit year. And now he is on... After the season, he'll be making $9 million for the next eight years. Why do teams throw out NHL contracts like that? To players that are in... That are like 28. They're throwing contracts to... Like eight-year deals to players that are what? 27, 28, 29. How old is Seth Jones? How old is Seth Jones? Seth Jones is, okay, he's 26, so what, eight years, he'll be 34. Okay, that's not that bad, I would, whatever, but $9 million, ow, my forehead, $9 million after the season that Seth Jones had is not a very good deal, if you ask me. Popeye Jones, who is that? Huh. Let's do that. That's cool. Anyways. But, like, I, I don't know. Eight-year eight, eight deal, $9.5 million, I think it is, for Seth Jones is just... 
It's a little crazy. It's a little crazy. Especially after the season that he had. Like, I don't know. He just, five goals, 28 points in 56 games. Minus 18. He had a shit year this year. I don't like looking at, like, plus minus, but, like, oh, model on. A minus 25 throughout his career. Cool. I don't know. I just don't think he had a good season at all. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think he was good at all this year. Or not that he was good at all. I just didn't think he had his best season. Uh, but yeah. That's, that's that. Yeah, $9.5 million for Seth Jones. $9.5 million. And then Morgan Riley is actually... Oh, that's another one. Morgan Riley, speaking of defensemen. Uh, Morgan Riley and the Leafs are starting to talk uh, extension. So, there's a chance that Morgan Riley... So, the way that the Morgan Riley sign is going to be working is either... Riley, so, they're looking at like market uh, market value for him. But they're also, Riley's willing to take less than market value from what I read. So, like, that's like 6.6 to 6.5. So, he's willing to take less than that, I'm pretty sure. And if they can't get an extension done, then they're going to trade him away this season. This season, there will be a trade before probably the deadline. But if that happens, that's going to suck. Because, like, Morgan Riley's, Morgan Riley could have been one of the captains on this team. The captain. You're looking at three guys that were, that could have been captains. You have John Tavares, who was who is the captain, Austin Matthews, and Morgan Riley. Morgan Riley has been here since the year after the Leafs lost the lost Game Seven in 2013 in overtime to the Boston Bruins. That's directly that season after. That is the season that Morgan Riley started playing with the Leafs, and he has been with the Leafs ever since then. So it's one of the reasons why he could have been one of the captains. Plus, he's a great leader. But I really hope to get that signing done. If you ask me, I think it's going to be like a five-year deal, six times five for Morgan Riley. Maybe seven, Maybe he gets seven. I don't know, but I'm for some reason, I'm seeing six times five. Six times five maybe 6.5 times five. or I don't know if it'll be seven, but market value for him, it's looking like it's 6.5. Six to 6.5. So if it is that, it's either going to be a five-year deal, maybe a four-year deal. Just because it's going to be a shorter-term contract. If it's a long-term contract, I, I'd expect him to be making less. If it's like a, an eight-year deal, then I'd expect maybe like a close to maybe... Or if it is an eight-year deal, I could see six. If it's going to be a short-term deal, then I'm going to say it's going to be a little bit more than that. If it's going to be a five-year deal, six-year deal, maybe he can make seven, 6.5. But I don't know. All I know is Morgan. I'm really hoping that Morgan Riley resigns, and I'm honestly expecting him to resign because, like, I I think he wants to stay in Toronto. He is a Toronto. He's a Vancouver boy, but he loves it in Toronto. He's loved. He's been here ever since he was drafted, and I'm pretty sure he's loved it ever since. Anyways, yeah, I'll be honest with you. This day has been a little, uh, a little bit of uh. Well, English is hard. A little hectic for me, so I'm going to keep it short today. Um, I will see you all next week when I... Well, in the in the coming weeks, I have something planned. I want to do something before the football season starts. I want to do something before the hockey season starts. So, 
Uh, expect something to be coming out this month. I would like to do it soon. I don't know if it'll be next week or the week after, but I want to do it before the start of the regular season for the NFL season. But yeah, NFL season is starting soon. We're in training camp right now. We have football starting this week. I think it's the Hall of Fame game this week. Follow me on Twitter at Bonavoto underscore with a capital B. And I will see y'all next week in your Boca Alupo. Yeah.